0: Okay, so I'm at Woods Brewery today. Uh, we're just walking upstairs now. I'm with Rory today. Oh, Rory nearly died on the stairs in his wheel. <laughs> Unfortunately, this isn't a YouTube thing. <laughs> <clears throat> so, Rory, let's start. How,
1: how long have you been working at Woods? Uh, I'm in Woods for about five years now. Started just as the cash washer and then through just like, asking questions, like showing a bit more interest. I've been brewing for about two years. Yeah,
0: is it um, something that's been very, you know, learning all this reward for you? Oh, real? absolutely.
1: I, I'll, I'll never get tired of like um, be, making creating something on brew day and then nine days later, if everything goes well, like drinking it in the pub. Like, it's a good yeah, I made this. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good feeling. Like, a sense of satisfaction. Yeah, um,
0: and uh, so we're here at the, the, what this part is, is about the process. Yes. So what happens here then? What how's phase one? Uh, this
1: does? is uh, the brew house. Uh, so we get the malt in because all, all beer is, is, malted barley yeast water and hops essentially okay so the first step of the process get the malt in and we need to get extract all the sugars that are are trapped in the in the grain so we've got this mill we're kind of like a a yeoli brewery in a sense so we can get like already crushed malts, but we've got it comes to like whole essentially so we need to break it all up to release the sugars i'm gonna take a picture of this this quite cool machine yeah Uh, i think this is the original mill was here when we started as well in like 1980 so we do everything like um, like medieval times essentially, yeah. <laughs> but that's how it... that's how we. That, oh so yeah, like not, yeah, that's to keep everything like traditional, and like, that's we, we we pride ourselves on like how traditional we are and whatnot, like process and t- flavor and taste and yeah, whatnot.
0: Yeah. yeah so uh, you you open up the, the the malt um the is it malt malt
1: malt yeah this is the mill so uh, uh, malted barley here. is what goes in there. So the day before, we do a, a prep day. Um, yeah. So all the uh, like, ingredients and like, the malt that we need to create the beer that we want to brew, this will all be lined up here.
0: Yeah.
1: And we prep this here with like, the, the base material, which is like, the best ale malt, and then we've got coloured malts, uh, depending on what beer you're brewing. So okay. that it all gets mixed up. Um, and as that's being fed, if you want to come downstairs, yep. we, uh, we add it with water at the same time to create this sort of like, porridge-like material. That's where, like, before I get technical, all the enzymes, uh, like, get re- released and whatnot. So, we were just stood above here, we've got this funnel device which we uh, attach to the bottom. That, that directs it into the mash tun. Yeah,
0: so we're in a big barrel now called the, was it the mash tub?
1: No, the, the mash tun. yes. Mash tub. Um, we've got this uh, pipe here. I say that we need to feed water at the same time. So we attach, attach this funnel. But all the, there's the mill, yeah, They're there. You see, like these, um, these uh, stone rollers. Yeah. So that breaks up the malt, and as they as they break or like get crushed, this hose feeds the water, so that all collects there. Yeah. The whole milling process takes about about half an hour, like on average, sort of thing, okay. and then it sits in there for uh, essentially just to just to stew and all, like to eke out all of the all the juices that we want to uh, to turn into alcohol, essentially. Okay. Uh, after an hour, um, it's ready to go, um, well, it's, it needs to circulate on itself, like essentially just to, again, get as it's much... Just stir it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a little little tap here that gets collected here and essentially we just blast it back onto itself. So it hits that metal plate just to spread it all out. And again, it is just trying to get as much of the juice as we want. All the sugars out there just to then turn it to alcohol in the later date. Okay. Well, at the later stage, even. Yeah, yeah. Um, once we do that, it's ready to go into the copper. Essentially, uh, the copper is just this massive kettle. That's where all the like, uh, the brewing actually happens. This process is like takes uh, on average about two hours to get, extract everything. We'll get a reading. Um, we measure it in bricks. There'll be like the peak, the peak brick, which is like the potency of the sugars in a way. And we want to get that down to about one. So after after one, it's it's no good to us essentially. So that takes about um, two hours. While we're doing that, we're sparging that as well. Uh, the sparge jar is like this arm here in the mash tun so we're essentially as we're extracting the water as it's called at this stage we're adding uh, water at the same time sort of thing so the level of the mash tun doesn't drop okay so if we're going back upstairs i'll show you the inside of the copper yeah okay like i said like the copper is just a massive kettle where the actual uh, brewing happens
0: at, is it quite a noisy process then um... oh
1: yeah on, on, on brew day it's very hot um uh, like <laughs> all the steam that's going on uh, very noisy, all like the equipment and
0: whatnot. So we're opening up the, the copper The now?
1: copper, yeah. I'll just get the light. Wow, it's massive. So yeah, like I said, it's just a massive kettle, as you can see, with like the coils around there. Yeah, uh, we did brew know, yesterday. If, uh, like the first job of the day after brew day is actually manually climbing in there. Getting a bag and like a shovel and manually digging out the spent hops. Oh no! I'm other bit... other fancier breweries just like it opens up, so you just scrape it out, sort of thing. But uh, we we climb in there. You do the old fashioned. Absolutely, thing. again, all traditional and whatnot. <laughs> be like in woods. So yeah, as it's coming from the mash time into the air, like I said, it takes about like, two hours. Uh, once it's once the wart's over like the coils, it's time to put the steam on, and then uh, it's just a case of monitoring like when it starts to boil. Then okay, and then when it does start to boil, that's when. That's when you add the hops, and depending on what you're making, what hops go in at like certain times, it like, depends what what flavours you get. Yeah. Like hops are amazing; you can have any like combination of hops, and like depending on like quantity and timing, you can cre- essentially create. Is it,
0: is it like a science making, say, like a shropshire lad to a shropshire lass? Is there like a science behind? Uh, it?
1: Yeah, well, so it's, it's, it's like obviously the malt that goes in and the hops that are going in, and it's all about timings as well. Yeah. Um, but essentially, you can make. But the, the bare like principle of beer is the, is the same for each brew, but uh, it's depending on like what colour you want it or what f- aromas you want from the hops. That's where like the timing comes in, essentially. Uh, how often do you guys get it
0: kind of wrong? I mean, like, uh, you, like
1: well, who like, did this, man? Like this. I said, like I've been brewing for about two years, and I'll never forget. Um, I got my um, my brew sheet. Like, I, I didn't do the calculation correctly, so I added like <laughs> I was trying to create a shop-to-lad, and all I did was like put. Two extra malt bags in, essentially. It was, my, it was my mistake, human error. But yeah, it was... Only those two bags created a completely different beer. Like, so all of our regular Tropshire Lad drinkers, they would know something was up, essentially. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. so unfortunately, that beer was, like, void. So we, to, we, we We did try... We were kind of thinking, like, when we said it, something else, but it was it was a void beer so I had to take that on the <laughs> chin, essentially so that, that, that essentially
0: took days before you could taste it then I guess
1: yeah yeah because we had to wait we had to do the fermentation and whatnot. so I realised the mistake uh, I think the day after the brew so we just had to nurture it like we do with every brew and then wait for like the final outcome to there make a decision sort of thing so that was gutting but you live and you learn you live and you learn,
0: <laughs> you and you learn absolutely
1: yeah. Uh, so yeah back to the boil I wanted in there just like I said like depending on like recipe and hops and whatnot, like the, the brew the brew itself it takes the same amount of time for every beer that we're making okay. about an hour and ten minutes yeah. um, like I said with timings and whatnot, not depending on what you're, you're making um, the hops go in sort of thing um, once that's done you circuit that again so a, just a case of opening that tap circuit it on itself and then it's time to go to the run like well do the run into the fermentation room
0: so all these pipes all lead to this this one thing then
1: yeah oh this is like this is the water tank and that's that's what we use in the water uh, in the morning even okay um ignore that for a second all these pipe works to go behind we're going to go to the next room
0: okay so from the copper <laughs> it goes to the fermentation room yeah right? that's right yeah, yeah.
1: um first sir, because it's boiling boiling there so very hot um we need to get that temperature down to about about 16 degrees um, that's what when it gets later to when the yeast gets pitched that's what temperature the yeast likes sort of thing so we have got this like heat transfer um, so we've got these like plates here every other plate is where the water, the like, really hot boiling is going through and then from the other side we've got an outdoor tap and this is feeding yeah. cold water in So you can never lose heat or lose energy but you can transfer it and then that gets caught in here so we can use that for the brew the next day sort of thing so that'll oh, be, okay. be already heated but what's coming out the other end is chilled wort okay and uh, if you want to boil it in, a cup from here.
0: This is the fermentation this, uh, room.
1: So that is the pipe work. We we'll ah, cover down that pipe. Uh-huh. This tank, well, this F has just been cleaned. So, when I'm looking here, to say, for example, this pipe work coming down here, it'll get length into there. And then that's where we can like measure the temperatures, like, uh, see if that like there's no blockage in the coppers and whatnot and then just wait until it emptied essentially. Just like check pH balances and things like that or is there a science to it? Uh, this is like, this, the science comes in now because we do our first reading to see if like, it's, it's maintained like the, the, the strength of the beer but yeah. um, then we've got to like dilute it essentially because our structure lands like 4.5 say but it could be coming out of the copper at say 5.5 so we've got to get that like ease down so we've got to break down the brew so this is where we do our first sample and then from that, we know how, how much water to add so ah, like, to, okay. get into the, to get into the gravity that we want. Brilliant,
0: okay. We had a look in this one, I think, earlier, and that's where all the, the yeast and the-
1: Yeah, the, that was, like, so that was brewed yesterday. Um, but you don't really see much, like you see like the foam on top of it, it's yeah, almost, it so it, like, yeah, the, yeah. the yeast is just getting to work at this stage. If you, if you were here like tomorrow, you will get to see like the fluffy components of actually like getting to work yeah, and whatnot.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, like the first thing you can t- tell in this like room is the heat because yeast, yeast loves lo- loves heat sort of thing. So you've got um, all these
0: nice radiators.
1: Yeah, so like, everything goes to plan. It's in here. We got we got the right gravity after the breakdown. We have got the right temperature. We put the right yeast in. If everything goes to plan. it Should be here for like about s- seven days, six seven days, and then that's transfers from here. Let's use these pumps um, and goes into like the uh, CT room. Yeah, it's um, is my colleague going to do sort of thing? <laughs> so yeah, um, from the FD room, the second thing, well, the next thing you'll notice in here is it's a lot colder. It's cooler, yeah. Uh, so we don't want the yeast to do any work. Uh, we've, we've got it to the right strength that we want. So in here, we, we don't want any secondary fermentation, hence why it's colder. Yeah. And then uh, best practice is for, to stay in here for two days, and then it's ready to shift off to the pubs, essentially. And so like each one of these here is links up to a different... Yeah, so we've got something like here, so we've got that, and... oh. That, that's the, the, latest, uh, uh, the, the, yeah, the latest shop for that, so that's what we're using first. So we've got boiling bread here. Uh, we've got a clean, empty tank there, ready to be filled. We've got, the next lad, the, uh, the lad's are our best seller, so we always, we always got plenty of lads, uh, lad to, uh, to keep us going. We've got a big uh, big CT of blasts here. And then we've got our, our ITA five in here.
0: Yeah. Um, so um, from here, you, you literally hook up a hose.
1: Yeah, we've got the pipe work over here. so. If I'm not brewing, I'll be doing the orders. So I'll come in, like, see what pubs are all in what sort of thing, and then uh, connect the pub uh, to the tank, open the tap, and that feeds over into here is the racking room. This is I'll
0: the up, racking room.
1: Lay out all the, all the barrels, fill them up, and yeah, we're good to go. As you can see, we've got some of the stillage already. And it's always good to have like, beer just in case, because uh, obviously with traditional like, ale, needs like time to settle, if we've got some already settling, like if, if, if a customer sells out, we can always just give them bright beer, which is like, this is what we've, if we've taken the sediment out of it sort of thing, so they can just put it on and it, it'll be good to go. Does it get proper messy in here then when, well, it does. Okay. Yeah, it does. Especially like uh, when it gets a bit hectic and whatnot, you are spinning a lot of plates, uh, there can be uh, uh, the cardinal sin of spilt beer sort of thing, but uh, we try and limit, the, we do try and limit that. Um, so yeah, this is the racket room. Um, and then over here, this, uh, the, this is the stock room. So. These are all the uh, beer that we've got uh, ready, to, ready to go, essentially.
0: Lots of bottles here of like, I can see last there and your new product, which is the sparkling. Yeah, sparkle. Um, uh, yeah, so how long do these sit here in the, how, can, how long can beer sit in, well, in the Well, that's barrel? the thing,
1: because it's such a natural product and um, we, we've got essentially, from brew day, we've got best practice for the, sit in the FV, like I said, like uh, six, seven days and then in the CT two days. Uh, and then from the, from the transfer from FE to CT, we got about six weeks. That's our, that's our company policy. Okay, so we got... Okay. And we don't really, like, send them... Unless the customer knows, we don't, like, send the beer out. It's just uh, under two weeks' life anyway. So essentially, we've only got a month, like, four weeks to, to sell it. Yeah. And what sort of radius do you deliver to? Because I know, uh, like, when our, choose... Our core, our, our core um, like, customers, I'd say about 60 miles from here. Yeah. Uh, but then we do have, like, nationwide deals with Weatherspoons so like, to get us, like like from all over, all over the country
0: oh brilliant okay uh, where's the furthest you guys have sent your beer is there anybody abroad that really likes a shop,
1: um, shop? Uh, we haven't gone international yet keywords uh, yet <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, like I said we, like, we go up to uh, Warrington and whatnot but I, would say, I suppose the furthest would be like in f- you know, a weatherspoons because like, they probably like yeah, th- yes. they yeah. probably expand like, our product sort of thing oh it's fascinating I mean everybody
0: drinks beer don't they and not, yes, and not everybody yeah. knows how it's made I mean no. I'm, I'm like one of these guys I like a nice IPA I love my speckled hair and my short yeah, 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 you know, sure. all, all these sort of beers but I'm always like I drink it but I'm quite ignorant in the fact that it's just, it just appears in yeah, my glass yeah that's the
1: thing man like, like I said like, uh, I started just as a cash washer yeah. I was always an ale fan but like yourself knew nothing about it so <laughs> that's like through working here and just like having the curiosity and whatnot, uh, just asking questions, and then it became an interest and whatnot, and now now it's become a passion essentially.
0: Yeah, are you guys working on a new? Are you working on things all the time? New? Uh, always,
1: always new ideas and whatnot. Because we always do. Uh, we got our core cool beers that we sell all year round, and then obviously we also got like uh, seasonals. So depending on what like on what sporting event, for example, this year we had Simbin because uh, obviously we had uh, the Six Nations. So yeah, it's yeah. always nice to to tie in with every like all, all current events and whatnot, and then make a new beer from that.
0: Yeah, oh, brilliant. Okay, uh, and so what have you learned
1: from working here? Then, are, are, are you like part of the team now? You know, oh yeah, nice absolutely. If if I detect something, or, or if we're doing like a new brainstorming session, like I'm always involved and whatnot, which 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 is which is cool, Jimmy. You know? Especially like I said, I only started out with like the dog's body sort of thing. So uh, if there's any like, um, like like if the tours are, I'm doing, the tours like I'm doing now and whatnot, and so yeah, I do I do feel involved, absolutely so you, do, you regularly do tours around here like oh yeah absolutely get in touch so like, uh, on the website we've got packages so obviously we've got uh, the tap house next door yeah. uh, so you can have food uh, you'll have a tour with me an informal like, uh, meet and greet uh, take you around like we've done today yeah. uh, always ask questions like yourself because it makes the tour a lot more interesting and enjoyable for everyone yeah, and, and then, I was then just yeah. sh- sticking a microphone in people's <laughs> face like, Oh, what's the square root of 65 <laughs> yeah. well the one dude did catch me out he asked me like what was the molecular biology of yeast and <laughs> that was a bit out of my, uh, a bit out of my uh, knowledge at the time
0: <laughs> yeah there are, there's always one isn't yeah, there absolutely. There's always one, yeah. well thank you for, for taking me around we're going to go into the pub in a bit i've set up um our, you know all the big mics and stuff in there we'll sit down and have a nice quiet chat in there brilliant maybe time. try some beers as well i mean <laughs> you know, i'm on the keto diet but not today yeah, like, okay. Not today. thank you very much rory oh
1: brilliant man
0: we're good uh guys welcome to the shoes of biscuit thank you for for letting us uh well let me it was meant to be us uh, but obviously, uh, what's, what's going on in the world at the moment has, uh, has reduced us to, well, to me. Uh, it was meant to be me and DD today. Um, uh, how are you guys? We're pretty good, given yeah, it the circumstances. It's yeah. pandemonium out there. I've used that word a lot on social media it lately. It's, it's absolutely crazy. Um, and, you know, I wanted to take an opportunity to say that d- despite what's going on in the supermarkets, and the uh, the confusion that's going on. There, there are still a lot of people doing lots of great things around around Shropshire and around the UK. Um, I mean, for example, I'm part of a. I mean, there's a lot of people that are part of like groups, uh, um, schools and things like that. But my cl- my kids' class are all part of a, a WhatsApp group, and there's like lots of parents that are like. That they're organ- there's one that's organising um, lessons that they can like homeschool kids, but on Zoom, it's a bit like uh, a bit like Skype, you know, so everybody can sort of join in and do like homeschooling over the oh, internet, cool. you know, things like that. Um, there's there's Facebook groups that are sharing where where baby food and things are available because like people are mass buying all yeah. the baby powder and things like that, so anybody that's doing anything positive like that during this this uh, difficult time I just want to say well done
1: yeah brother.
0: yeah absolutely we
2: have um, one of our pubs is in a village in Church Eaton and Stafford and other than the pub there's no other business in the town so the pub manager and with a couple of other um, locals have got together to offer a service to deliver food to people who are being impacted because there's
0: no store within a couple of months yeah, get some hampers together yeah. and, and help people out because there was that really heartbreaking picture of the old, old it was like in Sainsbury's or something there's an I old guy that. looking at his list and their shelves are all empty and I was just like oh my god that's the impact that Absolutely. is the impact you know um, and Needless
1: pan and buy essentially
0: exactly, exactly. But there are some people obviously that, that are trying to help, like Seven yeah. Social in, in Shrewsbury, for example. Uh, they, they, they sell food, they, they realize they're about to close their restaurant, so they start. They open a drive through, they've opened a drive. You can go and buy your food from Seven Social now and, and get yeah, yeah. it on the drive through. Um, who else was it as well? Um, I think it was uh. Sh- Loads of people are delivering food and stuff now, which is great. Which yeah, is, which is good.
2: And we're looking at possibly doing home deliveries from the brewery and from the pubs too. Really? Yeah, to yeah. Um, homes in the area too. Starting to investigate that.
1: Make self isolation a bit more bearable. With yeah, absolutely, what this
0: is what we were talking about this upstairs. Like uh, with self isolation, I thought that would be like let's stock up on beer, but let's get something local. Absolutely. You know, um, I, my friend had a fit um, on. He, he likes to drink at the Masonic in Shrewsbury. Um, shout out to Ross and he, <laughs> he, he went he went absolutely mental because all he could buy was Foster's and he was <laughs> <laughs> yeah you would go make it yes, yeah. absolutely <laughs> so Woods Brewery Woods Brewery we're here um, I'm, I'm fascinated with, with things that are local um, and, and Woods is a big name everybody knows the Shropshire Lad that, that, that beer is, 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 is notorious I'd say um, where did everything begin for Woods then so the brewery was founded in 1980
2: Okay. Um, by the Wood family and there was the Plough which is the pub we're in here now was been here since the late 1700s 1700, 1780 something okay. and the brewery was built in the stables of the Plough okay. in,
0: in 1980
2: and 1980 was also a sort of a, a big era for beer because it was the time that lager was coming in and starting to harm real ale and that was the time that the start of this real ale movement came in Foster's. The, the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Foster's. Um, the real ale movement started off so Siba, which is the Society of Independent Brewers, um, which is 800 members in the UK, 800 brewing members, they all started in 1980. So that was kind of the era of, of real ale striking back, and Woods was a,
0: a local brewery striking back at the time. It's, um, it is definitely a big movement. I mean, uh, we did uh, something with the Camera Beer Festival uh, in the summer, and uh, Nori is a great guy but he'll, he loves his good his, his ale, you know, he, he likes it he, and he hates he hates all these big companies coming. Yeah, that's my nori, uh, important question. Okay. Good on. Uh, yeah. tip to nori. <laughs> uh, because uh, people do, it's familiar, isn't it? It's, it's, a, it's a traditional thing that people yeah, just absolutely. love and enjoy and I'm the same. I mean, an, an occasional grab a lager or something if I'm in a pub and it's, it's, I don't know, but I prefer my ales. Always it's have More done.
1: character to an ale, isn't there?
0: yeah yeah and uh, we used to do a thing on on my other show thor's kin thor's kin uh <laughs> um uh, called cheer for the beer and um, we used to, I used to try different beers go to you know you'd, you'd, you know, the beer aisle on the, on the supermarket just grab some random stuff you know yeah i think one one beer was just like treacle it was this tiny little black bottle and i was like let's just try it i don't know what it was and it was literally like it was like tree It was horrible. It was like cough syrup. <laughs> yeah, so it's sometimes good, it was sometimes bad. But I'm on the keto at the moment, but I decided to take a day off today we're ahead. because we're going to try some beer. Back um, uh, to the job. So when when Woods first started, what was what were the first sort of core beers that, that, that we were making?
2: The very first core beer was a, a, a bitter. A bitter? Yes, okay. um, a special bitter. Now, we, we were planning... As it's our 40th anniversary, we're planning to actually make that product again next month. There's a bit of uncertainty now, right now, whether we're going to be making it next (laughs) month. But the plan is, the 40th anniversary of the brewery is in April. So we're going to celebrate the 40th anniversary from April to June with a number of events. Um, So one of the plans was to brew this original ale that we brewed in 1980. And going back and finding the original hops that were used in that ale. A Nettlestead hop, I believe, from Kent. And also a hop called Mittelfrew, which is a i think in german hop but we've managed to track back to the original farm that the original hop or, or close to the original farm that the original
0: hop came from we're going to use those again for the 40th anniversary brew is it all about sort of the minerals in the ground and where that specific area where it's grown that the, the type of hops you need yeah um there's there's
2: and rory was studying brushing up on his hop knowledge the other day yeah. at seba but um yeah there's there's uh, hops come from there's british hops obviously english hops you got hops from Eastern Europe as well, and then from Pacific countries. So, um, uh, Oregon, Washington State, and New Zealand, and the ones that come from Washington State and Oregon tend to be more bitter hops. So they're the ones you find in classic IPAs. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're very bitter. We don't get the same level of bitterness here at the moment from the hops from England.
0: I know there is a certain um, sort of. Uh, like I was talking to someone that makes gin. I mean, it's botanicals, Jim. or something. Yeah. And, and he, he gets it from like the remote islands. All the stuff he gathers from the remote islands of Scotland, and it's just like uh, foraging. Foraging, yeah, yeah. So is it is a more of an industrial sort of process when it comes to that with for, for woods? Because you guys make a lot, you know.
2: We do. When we're we're still a small brewery, but a, a, I mean hops are still a small business. They're 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 grown by farmers. We get a lot of our hops from Worcestershire and Herefordshire, and they're grown by small farmers, and then they sell them into a a cooperative organisation that sells yeah, yeah. to us but it's small farmers making hops i mean ale is local business yeah, it's as yeah. artisan and craft as you can get it's made handmade with hand grown hand um, picked products yeah. and then all handmade here in the brewery and sold most most of our most of our beer is sold within 40 miles of the brewery so it's it's
0: classic artisan local product yeah and it's passed on from generation to generation isn't it you know we were talking to, uh, before we we started today about bush mills and my dad is like my dad's from ireland he's like you, we like irish whiskey like and, uh, and jameson's is like the biggest one but he likes his bush meals so i drink bush meals. i've got a thing on my phone but i drink that because my dad drinks that and it's the same with like things like shropshire lad i guess and the last like you have that first beer with your dad yeah absolutely and uh, there's that uh, you know nostalgia thing and it, it passes on, I guess. So if, 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 uh, you know, ales were to just disappear, your local ales, it'd be a slice of like the, the very recent heritage being taken yeah. away, you know? Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm glad about movements like camera and like what you said, you, See know, you, know, it. you know, um, because it, it keeps that going. Um, so what events were you we can talk about events but we don't know what's going on at the moment what events were you going to be doing to sort of celebrate your 40th year
2: well we have a number of events we planned but the one we were really looking forward to was we were going to and we hope to still do it we're going to put one of our bars on the top of the Regan.
0: yes that sounds amazing and
2: anybody who comes up walk to the top of the Regan that day will get a free woods pint well not everybody, everybody over eighteen obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so if you oh, yeah. if you make the effort to get to the top of the Recon that day, we will have a woods bar on top and we will be serving free beer to everybody who makes it up. <laughs> I had there's funny four of it. you got any ID mate?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh no. Man. Down you go back again to the car. <laughs> yeah. But a maximum of one beer per person. <laughs> excuse me I've got a cough I've got a normal cough I've, I've I was saying I've got I feel so guilty about having a cough here we are in the middle of coronavirus <laughs> I've and you've got a normal cough I've got a normal cough <laughs> this is the same cough I have uh, yeah, every yeah, yeah, year yeah, yeah. you know um so I'm like <clears throat> sorry I'm not killing everybody it's fine um not into self-isolation yet but um so how long um have you been part of you have you been here from the beginning Steve? no um myself
2: and uh, as you can probably gather from my accent i come from far west of shropshire um, um, <laughs> <Far west. laughs> a, um a, a friend of mine and myself bought the brewery uh, two years ago in in january from edward who was the previous owner yeah so we've come on and tried to maintain the tradition maintain or push forward i mean like uh, push forward i mean they've, they've done some great things and we you know you, you don't mess with what you do well no so there's a lot not of broken thi- exactly there's yeah. a lot of things we do well but we're also trying new things as well we're trying um, we're trying to be more innovative with with cask ale, for example, as well. Last year we made a a beer called the Wood Woods Wood White to help support a local butterfly which is endangered, called the Wood White Butterfly. And we made that as kind of a Belgian style with with um, coriander in it and with also orange peel we put in the mix. And we didn't filter it, so it was a cloudy cloudy
0: unfiltered ale. Nice. Um, nice point. Yeah. <laughs> so as well, you Rory, you're kind of new you said you've been here like four or five years. Yeah, four or or? five years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you guys are taking him under your under your wing, and you said you learned. To-
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you had a very strong wing for that.
1: <laughs> you said you, you started here from the you sort of like washing. Yeah, like so, four or five years ago, just like, sent the job application. It was just for the cash washer. Um, and then just through like asking questions, like getting more like
0: paying attention, you know. Yeah, early. yeah,
1: for sure. And like asking questions like, oh, why are we doing it this way? Or what if we do it that way? And stuff like that. And just showing more interest. Uh, this is when Edward like, Edward, like, hired me and whatnot. And he's like, oh, do you want to have a so you've the question do not want to have a go at brewing so that's why I started brewing then when like, these guys took over they really tucked me into it sort of thing
0: yeah we, we were talking about his mishap with yeah. uh, the extra hops uh. which mishap was that <laughs> <laughs> oh, <you> alright <laughs> well this week's one because <laughs> <laughs> after a week of brewing uh, and if it's wrong that's a that's yeah a, we
1: won't know uh, we've got to like nurture it and like let it ferment uh, do everything we would do and then try it and then then you find out then you've done something wrong
0: yeah I bet everybody's done it though, haven't they? I bet that's, got how you,
1: that's how you're learning it.
2: Well, it is. A, it's a craft product and it craft is, yeah, yeah. is not the
0: same every time you make it. You try and get it consistent but it's craft. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, what, what sort of impact do you guys have locally around here? Do people like really appreciate what you guys are doing? Are you part of like... This is Woods territory, right? Yeah, yeah. Now we try and we try and play
2: our community role. Um, yeah. Obviously, the, the pub is the hub of the community. There's, there's, it's, we're the only full time business in this. Sorry, full time retail business in this mm. community. Mm. So people do use as I a, a meeting ground, to get together, meet other people. So people do congregate here. Yeah. Um, we also try and contribute. We help support the the school uh, locally. We do an annual event called uh, Woods Fest, nice. which, which is was in uh, August last year, which is a an outdoor concert, which um, and a day-long festival, which we use money to raise
0: for the the local um, primary school here. Nice, I like that. And uh, where do you guys fit into this this craft beer movement and this 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 thing where everybody's buying, like this? We, I mean, it's both good and, and I guess bad that, that that this market for craft beers, uh, brew dog for example. You know, these people that are just making amazing stuff and, and blowing up to. You know, it's good. There's lots more things, but for like, you know, the the old guys like yourself, the traditional traditional guys, how does how do you guys fit into that? Well, we, we need to try and appeal to wider
2: audiences. And, you know, our beer is called cask beer as opposed to craft, but it is a craft beer. And we've also recently launched a, a brand called Ironbridge where we're making craft as well and we just won a, um, a gold medal at the national awards last last week for, for Congratulations. our premium pale I ale
1: mean,
2: best, best premium pale ale of its strength in Britain which is great you showed me the award and everything it's great <laughs> R- Rory's taking the award to bed with him <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah there are styles that appeal to different audiences there's strengths you know if you're in a rural area like we are you, we need to make lower strength beer because people would like to drink lower beer drink a pint and be able to drive home yeah, yeah. in urban areas we make stronger beers then we make different styles we, we launched a um we launched a beer during the winter we, we called it uh shiver shiver yeah. shiver shiver, shiver. Yeah. and shiver was in a, a classic old um mm-hmm. mild style
1: yeah, only 3.5 easy drinking session winter
0: ale nice that's what i like i remember um I mean my favorite some of my favorite beers I mean I, I, I don't I don't know how you feel about you mentioned other beers I don't know Woodsbury, but I like I like a bishop's finger um have a speckled hen and I like I like I do like I prefer the lass to the lad I got to say yeah um I, I guess everybody's got their their, yeah. uh, their 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 sort
1: Lass is my favorite Two thousand. fair well. or
2: yeah. Take Five <laughs> <laughs> Yeah lad, lad is more traditional it's kind of a bitter style it's maltier and it's dark yeah. um appeals to certain people in lass which is Hoppier and more fragrant
0: appeals to other people. Mm. Yeah, there's hopefully there's a beer for everybody. Yeah, and uh, I take it you guys like how how do you build up towards it? Oh, things like Oktoberfest, uh, that Shropshire festivals put on is that, I guess that's like a big event for you it guys. It is huge. Yeah. 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 You make make a busy weekends.
1: Well, what, busy week leading up to it too
0: far. What's it like in the brewery? <laughs> or oh, oh, hands on, on the, deck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I imagine. I imagine. um So what what have we got here today? What have um, we've got to talk about today so we're going to give you some beers to taste nice do you want uh, to uh, pause it for a minute while we get them and we can go yeah, we, back we, we can do that absolutely i'll press stop here okay so
1: you need. so up here drinking off of it <laughs>
0: the steven's brought us a, a few beers now i've got to be careful because i'm driving home but a few tastes will be fine
1: a few tastes and then will be i'm fine. set
0: up for a few beers later know. i've already broken the uh, the keto thing today okay. so, Yeah. Um, okay, so what have we got here, Rory?
1: Uh, we've got a selection of our like core products. Uh, so I'll go through with you uh, one by one. We all have a we all have a swig in it and yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. So we'll start with the Shropshire Lad. This is our bestseller. This is like our flagship beer, essentially well-rounded premium ale, uh, bittersweet. Uh, like, traditionally, like the flavour for beers come from like the hops that we use, but with Shropshire Lad, it's more about the malt. Yeah. Um, it's just a real malty, creamy texture in your, uh, on your on your mouth. A nice chestnut. Encounter. How old is the Shropshire Lad? Because it is 50. 15, 20 years, yeah, yeah. 15, one, yeah. 20
0: years, so not quite, up. yeah, 23 that will be, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. nice, i will drink it from there, we're going to have to be careful because of this, oh yeah, because of the pandemic, yeah, yeah, I ain't got no cooties,
1: <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of that one,
0: it's nice, it's it's very, very full smooth. isn't it, yeah, I'm going to have another sip, because good
1: do, man, uh, that's, that's a good sign,
0: yeah, yeah, it's very full, isn't it? It's quite, you can feel... Yeah,
1: the... very, very traditional in both like it being a 4.5 and the colour. So it's like a kind of, like, like I said, a, like a uh which is very traditional.
0: Yeah, it's nice. Um, and that's your most... I mean, we went into the brew house and, and there was like, there was, it was everywhere, wasn't it? Your, yeah. your most popular beer
1: yeah. yeah yeah that is that like when we do, we do all these shows and whatnot say like uh name drop like uh the malvern or the they say or even, like the Shoesby show as well uh, down the quarry yeah. uh, people come from miles around like are they oh, is the you've got the lad on sort of thing and yeah even, even people outside of our 40 60 mile radius from the brewery like because of like the nationwide uh, yeah, with, yeah. like weatherspoons and whatnot people have tried it and then well to- you know you know what we have
0: listeners that listen to our show all around the world and a lot a lot of people are like expats like uh there's a guy in Texas, um, he, they're very supportive of what we do, and it, him and his missus, they love our show. But I bet he misses things like the Shropshire Lads, you know? I mean, <laughs> that's,
1: that's amazing, right? Yeah, yeah. We yeah.
0: need to go
1: international, Stephen.
0: Yes, we'll need to pr- prolong our shelf life then, I think. <laughs> yeah, mean, or up fly, up. fly fly it on Concord. There is, there is, a, I'm not going to mention them, um, but there is there is a company out there that, you know, like Loot Crate and things like that, where you buy like a box full of like geeky stuff, but they do like a beer version of that. Oh, really? I'm not going to say their name uh, because uh, I don't want to give them, I want you to have the business. <laughs> <laughs> but you can buy like a box of like assorted beers and things like that. It's actually proven quite popular. So I'm going to maybe some, for four? something for the <laughs> yeah. So moving on from Shop Shalad. Yeah, um, moving what? on. What was the idea why 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 Shropshire lass what was the the idea behind that you know I think it just made sense to have a lad and a lass and it was
2: another beer in the range there was other beers along I mean the lass came a lot later and yeah. there were other beers that came along And yeah. No
0: Becky you'll have a lass <laughs> <laughs> I'll have the lad you have the lass I can just imagine it
2: <laughs> Yeah and no, it's an interesting beer because obviously sometimes people look at and call it lass and think well I drink it but when they when they do drink it they, they love the flavor I like I like the yeah. Shropshire
0: lass it's very good should we try that one next Absolutely so uh, uh, this
1: is, is the next one I'll say like uh, the, uh, the second best seller as well uh so uh, one of my one of my favorites as well. You see, like uh, it's a good blonde, like like a mm. good shop should be. <laughs> but easy drinking, four percent. It's very light, isn't it? You know, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's still traditionally the sense like uh you've got the, the fruity like uh, initial like uh, grapefruity mm. flavors first but then you still got the like the traditional bitter aftertaste see, see what I love about the
0: difference between sort of the last and the lad is that that one goes down nicely whereas the, the lad's kind of like a, a full like yeah you know, yeah you got to work hard to in essence But I do feel the
2: lass I'm going to say something terrible But when when We talked about Foster's earlier on But when, when people come to When we're at um, a show Whether it's Malvern Or Oktoberfest Or Ludlow Food Festival Or something People come along to our stand And they say Do you have lager? Yeah. And we go No we don't have lager And they say Well what <laughs> do you have That's like lager? And we say Well the closest beer we have To lager would be structure Lass, lass. Sim- Similar hops and things So they taste They go That's fantastic I didn't know Ale could be like
0: lager And we're going It's yeah. not but when do you know <laughs> and what, then when, we convert them <laughs> when you go from um sort of drinking ale and then you start drinking lager it's hard to get over how gassy it actually Absolutely, is isn't yeah. it like with uh, with the last i mean you got best of both worlds there haven't you you've got you like uh, that sort of nice taste but you're not like, uh, every time you take a swig like you know it's really good
2: yeah when i when i drink kegged products
0: yeah in in, in pubs i
2: ask them to put them in ale glasses so they don't have the the nucleation at the bottom of the... Oh,
0: the What's the difference between a, a normal pint glass and a, an ale glass? Well, pi-
2: beer that serves um, keg beer, particularly lager, they have this thing called nucleation at the bottom of the glass, which is these dots, it keeps the bubbles going right, which okay. keeps the bubbles going, and it really adds... When you see something like a Stella or a, one of those beers, you can see all the, the bubbles going through it. Yeah, yeah. Whereas our glasses, because we're, we've got natural... Any sort of fizz, as we call it in our, in our beer, comes from secondary fermentation of yeast. It's not added in. So it's far less fizzy. Yeah, um, that's that's the big difference. But
0: yeah, man. that's
2: it's also scientific. <laughs> it,
1: it, it, is, is, it, like, it really there's
0: is. There's a glass. I didn't realize that the the glass makes a difference. Actually, <laughs> yeah. makes yeah. a difference. Like you know. Um, okay, so that's last. What's There's next? M2 born and Bread.
1: Born and Bread, like relatively new in our, uh, our uh, catalogue, I'd say. Uh, so when did we first launch it? years. Like T- yeah,
2: 2017.
1: Okay. So this is like a, our new Session Ale, uh, 3.8, easy drinking. Um, very mm. like Not traditional in the sense that it's very, very fruity, very citrusy. That's the citrus hop that you're like... I was like, going to say yeah, citrus. Yeah, that's what you're smelling yeah. and tasting. And it's more of a, a sweet finish as opposed to like uh, a traditional bitter finish.
0: Yeah, that's really nice, that is. Um, you can definitely tell differences yeah. between these.
1: So m- most
2: breweries who make pale ales will tend to make, a lot of them anyway, will make a stronger pale ale and what they call a session pale ale, which is normally around four loaf fours or maybe 3.8. So that's our kind of sessionable pale ale.
1: Easy On- drink, kid. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: How do you get the citrusy flavour then? Oh, that sounds like a very cliché, but how do you get the citrusy flavour?
1: It's a hop uh, called the Citra Hop, and it's yeah. very, like, overpowering with both, like, aroma and and, and the taste. Oh,
0: OK. Yeah. So, it's
1: the first time that we used it. Well, especially in my time, it's the first time we used it, and it's got very signature flavour.
0: What's uh, <laughs> This is a good question, actually. It's like, when you're trying something new, say you've just made this, it's your first batch born and bred. Do you guys have to draw straws who tastes it first? Like, because you don't know,
2: you just don't know. Do wait. There are some members of our brewery team who are more keen to do the tasting. <laughs> they shall be unnamed right here. But.
0: Okay, so it's a, it's yeah. a very natural so process. <laughs> but no,
2: the first time, the first time any beer gets brewed for the first time, everybody's dying to. First of all, did it turn out right? And secondly, how good is it? Mm. Yeah. Um, and then it's a bit of you know, tweaking until we get it
0: right. Yeah. Is it um, with the locals here? And I guess like a lot of your your, your beers and stuff get launched here in this pub yep. right first before you. Um, are you guys watching sort of the sessions going on? And like, oh, they're actually quite enjoying so them they're, yeah. they're kind of a nice drunk, not an angry drunk. other. There's, yeah. there's, yeah, lots of uh, social experimenting going on Absolutely. there. You know? yeah. yeah, it's
2: quite a lot here, but we also have the, the, the pub called The Royal Oak I mentioned before, and they are real yeah. ale drinkers. Yeah, and yeah. And they love ale. Um, yeah. So that's a great also weather, what is it, weather bell or whatever it is for your, for your beers to say whether they're going to go down well or not mm. because they, they know their beer over there.
0: Nice, nice, good. So that was 2017, um, Born and Bred. So what's next? Yeah,
2: that- so the next one we're going to give you is Take 5. So I said there's... Born and Bred is our sort of session pale ale. This is not. This is um, a more boof. Yeah, it's right. a 5.2% um, India pale ale, so the India pale ale style. And oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, that whacks a punch on Yeah, it does. Mm. go for another swing, nice that, that's the seal of approval that yeah well i'm having six sips so i should have <laughs> uh, mr policeman pause me over later oh,
2: so that oh. is it's called take five and the reason it's called take five is because it's got five different hops okay and five four of them are american hops and we've got one british hop in it now i mentioned earlier on that american hops specifically the pacific northwest tend to be hoppier um and that's super hoppy and that's because of the um the uh, american hops so the target is the um British hop and then
0: Amarillo, Centennial, Cascade and Citra are all um, hops from the Pacific Northwest. How do you find these American hops then? Is it, is it a lot with the, the the New England movement over there, you know, the beers and stuff? Do you guys marry up well with them? Um, yeah, a little bit. I mean we, we I mean people follow
2: other people lead styles and other people follow them and you look what you know, you try and do things yourself that are innovative, but a lot of innovation comes from testing what other people are doing and seeing what happens. And, you know, recently I think some of the, a lot of the trends in craft have come from America first. Yeah, yeah. And they've been ahead. And now a lot of the trends from craft are coming from, from England. England is doing great stuff in craft beer. And then we try and bring some of the innovation across into Cascale as well to do different things there too.
0: Yeah, I was very um, accidentally rude to a friend of mine who's in Anaheim. Um, in, in a, I think it's Anaheim. Yeah. Um, his name's uh, John Edney. He's the lead singer of OPM. Thing, Heaven is a Half Pipe." If uh, I died before. Yeah, the, yeah. Um, So he started a brewery called Tarantula Hill. And um, we were chatting about via email because I was going to get him back on the show. And I was like, well, you know, we need to get you on, uh, on our show and talk about the differences in culture of things. Because like what you're doing, we've been doing for years, baby. Like, <laughs> I mean, they spent years like getting everything right before they launched this brewery. And it's doing really well by the looks of it. But we have been doing it for, for such a long time. Um, So it's good that we're taking new ideas, mixing with the old, and the old with the new. You know, that inspiration there. Um, So take five, and what's this? This baby here. This
2: is Coracle. Which is the one that won the gold last week in Seabed Liverpool? Now, best premium pale ale from
0: 4.5 to 5.4 yeah. percent
1: regional and national. National. So yeah. let's
0: talk about those awards. How does it feel um, working on a product that wins a gold award or something like that? How does awesome. It feel you? Yeah.
1: In all honesty, I I made sure everyone knows about it. To be, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I'm
0: going to try a sip. I'm going to try a sip. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's really nice. That's a special beer, that is.
2: Yeah. So that's a variation of Take Five. So they start off the same way. Yeah. Um, and then they finish off a little differently. It's slightly different hopped to Take Five. Um, but as I said, that's kegged, so it's got a bit of Yeah,
1: to try and like appeal to like, to like you say, like the lager drinkers it's like kind of bridging the, the bridging the gap between the traditional cash drinkers and, and the keg the keg beers. What I love about that is
0: it's gonna sound really weird. I don't know if anybody's ever said this before. It sort of stays on the tongue. Yeah, on the tip of your tongue. You take a sip, and it's that. that it's nice. Hmm. That's really good. Really, really. Good. Congratulations on that. Thank you very much. Thank you. you know, and so was that like a national? So that won a gold award for the, the whole of the country then. Yeah. So there's there's eight
2: regions yeah. within Britain. We're classified as what they call Western Wales. so I think yeah. it's I think Bo- it's, it's, it's 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 <laughs> um, Shropshire, Herefordshire, Worcestershire, a few other counties around here, plus Wales and. Bizarrely enough, Northern Ireland. Um, so that's our <laughs> bizarre. Yeah, that's our region. So, so the the regional competition was in Ludlow in last May, and we won the gold there. And then all the winners go to the the nationals, and that's where we won the gold last week in in Liverpool. Fantastic!
0: Brilliant. Well that, that's That's brilliant I, I love the guys That you You are representing Shropshire In in that kind of way And winning And, win and, and kicking butt If I'm, I'm <laughs> going to be honest has, has working here For so long uh, Especially for you <laughs> um Been um, Has it turned you guys Into kind of Beer snobs Beer snobs In a way You know uh-huh. As a ruined beard For you
1: yes and no like I, I I describe myself as a beer connoisseur now do you know what I mean uh, but <laughs> like, I, don't get, I don't get snobby but I do I, I do find myself going to like I've always been a beer fan so if, I, if I'm somewhere I haven't been before i would always try like a beer that I haven't tried but now I find myself like detecting things that I wouldn't have detected before sort of yeah, thing yeah, yeah. like with clarity or like, or, or like the aroma and stuff like that so I have like thought about it more
0: absolutely so what about you well I think we
2: we kind of to use you you mentioned Bushmills earlier on and I I worked for Jameson for a while and and kind of one of the one of the mottos in Jameson was serious in the making but not in the drinking yeah and we take it very seriously we want to make the best beer possible when we make the beer, we want people to enjoy it, and we don't want to be snobs. We want to open it up to more people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, for example, we, we need to recruit more young people to drink ale. It's not as as yeah. common for it's young coming, people. It's coming, man. That that's coming. Yeah, it's big. and it's big. also um, women don't drink as much ale. Now, we we saw some figures last week which said last year only six percent of women drank drank beer more than once a week, and now this year it's up to eleven percent. So that's a good growth, but still, when you look at it, ninety percent of women. Yeah, so not it, it's all about beer. gin at the
0: moment, isn't yeah. it? Gin, 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 gin. Uh, so, mean, I, so
2: we can't afford to be snobs. We've got to open it up and make it accessible to people. And a bit like wine did, I guess, in the 90s, where they taught people you know, to be snobby about wine mm, and wine yeah, works yeah. with different people in different ways. And it's, it's about enjoying it. It's not how much you know, it's how much
0: you like it. That's yeah. really important. Mm. And I, I'm not allowed to say anything bad about gin because our sponsors are gin different. Uh, so uh, gin is good for, for for one thing, and I guess beer is good for uh, another um, but you guys are making a, a great new product that we were talking about. Can we talk about your new product? Oh Yes. Yeah. Um. We're, we're making a thing called a hard seltzer.
2: A hard seltzer. Hard seltzer. So hard seltzer is something that's been very, very popular in the United States the last few years. And it's grown like crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's gone from nothing in 2015 now to taking about 3 to 4% of the beer market. Wow. Um, and it's coming here now. So we're launching a product here at the end of this month. It's going. The, the brand is called Sparkle. Yeah. It's a hard seltzer. So, in America, I know, I know we to, we're taking Americanizations over here, but seltzer in America is sparkling water. Yeah, and hard means alcoholic.
0: So, like hard cider. There you go. Exactly. Tom Bruno, is a shout out for <laughs> we had this cider, cider, hard cider conversation a while back. Yeah, makes sense. So, um, so it's it's it's
2: made from it's effectively uh, alcoholic sparkling water, and we're we're rolling it. It's clear. It's gluten free. Uh, it's low calorie, it's low carb, it's, low, it's no sugar And we're rolling it out nationally and, um, uh, Towards the end of this month But it's coming, it's going to be huge this
0: summer uh, A lot yeah, of big brands I mean, I found a drink I mean, I, I drink whiskey anyway when I'm on keto. I can sit and drink. Uh, you can get ginger ale that's like sugar-free and you drink it with your whiskey and it's lazy keto, but it's still keto. <laughs> um, and uh, so I've found a drink now that I can drink with my buddies whilst on the podcast. That's actually great. So Sparkle for me yeah. is right where I need it to be, you know? Maybe we can sponsor your podcast too then. You can... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I was going to ask you actually, what's the, what's the Wi-Fi like here? Because I want to bring Tom on a laptop here. We can set up and we can do something for you, for you so I can talk about the differences in Britain and UK, and yeah, your, sure. And US beer and stuff. Um, so Sparkle is going to be out next. So is that going to go straight to the shops, or is it just going to be in pubs exclusively? Well, kind of? <laughs> the intention
2: we we're, it's rolling out through Morrison's nationally on the 30th of March. Nice. Our, our plan was also to put into pubs as well mm-hmm. at the same time, but that plan maybe have to delayed for um yeah for a period of time. Mm. It's probably not the best time to be. I mean, pubs are under fire at the moment, and they're they're under pressure. They're losing their customers because people have been advised to stay away so i think launching a new product into a pub right now may not be the right time you want to hit the
0: ground running don't you yeah Yeah. you know and it's probably you know amongst the noise of what's going on with this covid 19 thing you don't want to be drowned out by that so it makes absolute perfect sense yeah but
2: it's available for people to take home and drink in self-isolation from the 30th of the marsh for (laughs) Morrisons.
0: Um, so where do you guys distribute? We're talking about the radius of what you guys, so you said sort of sixty miles from yeah,',
1: our, yeah. our core our core customers, yeah, yeah, but obviously we have got like nationwide uh, deals with like. Weatherspoons yeah,
0: and, yeah. and things like that. So, is Sparkle going to follow the same thing, or are you, are you going to try and attack, attack the? Nation you know,
1: right? Sparkle will be
2: wider distributed. I mean, yeah. it's it's not craft, it's not handmade. It's it's come It's only in bottles, so we can sell it wider. I mean, our our bottles go further. We we're in we're in Morrison's, we're in Sainsbury's yeah, yeah. further. But our, what we're talking about, our cask only goes within say, we deliver direct within sixty miles of the brewery, and then through wholesalers a bit further.
0: I'm just looking at it now. It's going to catch like wildfire. This is Sparkle. I think it's hard water. You know, yeah. it's it's. It, it's keto friendly it's low fat it's gonna yep. it's gonna blow up that is can you can you like match the scale of, of, of something like that with your, cause you've got a small brewery there I mean yeah yeah can you match? well the challenge for us some of it we're, we're bringing in
2: to, mm. to put it together um, the, the, it's very hard to predict at this stage how much we need to make so yeah, you have got right. a balance between how much of the product you make versus how much you're gonna sell and um, we'll, we'll probably find out come the end of March whether we've made the right amount or not um, but a couple of other brands they've uh, basically in in the US, in this category all the beer all the big beer companies are launching their own brands of hard seltzers so the biggest brand in the US is called White Claw but Bud Light has
0: launched one and Corona's launched I've one I've heard of White Claw I've definitely yeah. heard of White Claw um, and
2: yeah. they're coming here and there's already one called Mike's here which is owned by um, Mike's
0: Killer Lemonade or whatever that's it's exactly here. the brand and that's yeah.
2: owned by Anheuser-Busch InBev so the company that owns Budweiser and and Stellar Twirls launches.
0: I, I I was doing a podcast with a, a guy from uh, Texas uh, last week, and he, he was he was doing. I was on Facebook Live, and or no, he was on Hangouts. And he, he held up this 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 can of like Mike's lemonade. Yeah, I was like, so you just take this uh, vodka and put lemonade with it. You just do that at home. Why, why <laughs> are you going to go buy a can out? Like, it's crazy. Convenience, it's convenience. <laughs> like, I don't know, get it. Sprite will do. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, so you've got um you've got a great. Um, uh, thing here with woods it, it's very traditional people feel that and I, I guess with, with people not being able to go to the pubs and things like that are taking a bit of traditional home with them uh, during I mean obviously responsibly <laughs> it goes about saying yeah. but you know uh, are, do you encourage people to do that just kind of you know take a bit of that, that warmth you get from the pub with your friends into self-isolation oh definitely, definitely. Yeah. it's gonna make
1: it more bearable isn't it yeah. essentially create
0: the experience at home <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> now we asked this question um on on the on the shrewsbury biscuit uh what does shrewsbury mean to you but i'm gonna ask you what does shropshire mean to you oh we'll good start with rory
1: uh i'm shropshire born and bred like I've, i'm 26 i lived all my life so it is shropshire is a, a bit of me essentially so yeah. i'm very proud about being, coming from shropshire and like being part of like the community so. yeah like
0: like, like woods are as well. You know? <laughs> um, and, and, you know, as a guy from Ireland, how, what does Shropshire mean to you?
2: Well, I, I knew, I mean, I, I lived in Australia for 20 years and New York for five years before I came to the UK. And, okay. and I knew very little. And I've spent the last two years trying to be an ambassador for Shropshire and tell yeah. everybody what Shropshire means. But I knew very little about Shropshire before I mm-hmm. came here. Yeah. But I've been blown away by the place. It's just beautiful. And, and the warmth and friendliness and the welcomeness you get from everybody here is just amazing it's just been a great experience and you Know everybody here is fantastic to work with, it's a, it's a great place. It's it's hidden, and unfortunately, it's too hidden. We need to make it much, much more. Yeah, there's so known and much going for us
0: with Telford with the Iron Bridge, yeah. Shrewsbury yeah. with Darwin, uh, uh, this place with Woods. You know, <laughs> there's yeah. so much going for us. And what I do love actually, this is gonna sound you're probably gonna roll your ice about this, but you know, so luckily, we're on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you go around certain counties around the UK, the everywhere looks different, right? But yeah. what I love about Shrewsbury, it's so green, and when you're going down those really country is. roads. And things like that. Like I'm used to going to my dad's in Ireland, and you can you can blink when you're in Ireland. You can just imagine that Shropshire feels like Ireland. It feels like you're going around Ireland. My dad used to scare the hell out of me driving around um, Ireland. With, he's, he was a very aggressive driver. The <laughs> roads in Ireland are very small, and very. Uh, so when I'm when I'm thrashing home uh, between sort of Telford and Shropshire on that back A5 road down. Yeah. I just feel like back in Ireland, so it's it's uh, it's very yeah. Uh, it's funny
2: you spend on the, on the back roads in in Kerry where I come from in Ireland. You have got sort of tourists driving down, thinking the road isn't large enough for one car to even fit going one way, and then <laughs> someone comes behind them and tries to overtake them on the same <laughs> road. <I guess.
0: laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's, um, it's 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 nice. Uh, how were you guys affected by the floods when the floods were going on? Are you close to any water here? We
2: we were lucky. Our our um, our premises wasn't, and our pubs weren't either, but a lot of our customers were, and particularly yeah. in in Shrewsbury and Ironbridge and Bridge North. So, yeah, we, yeah. we a number of our
0: customers were very, very badly affected by by the floods. It and just it's seems been, like it's been tough. It, Uh, I mean, we're talking about 2020 being like the end of the world. (laughs) It It really has. It's been floods. It's been, uh, uh, yeah, it's been crazy. Uh, Anyway, thank you very much for doing this. Thank you. Thank Thank you. You've invited me. Well, you know, we've done this today. We've gone around the brewery. You've given me free beer, (laughs) which means we're friends for life. Uh, And uh, this has been really good. I've really enjoyed chatting to you. So thank you very, very much. Thank you. Come back soon. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, I want to give a shout out to our sponsors uh, at Gin Different. Um, uh, they've got a great uh, bar on top of the market hall in Shrewsbury. If you're a fan of gin, make sure you check them out. They, they've got over a hundred types of gin available, uh, that, especially the craft gins that you can't quite get in supermarkets. Uh, to make sure you give them a, a shout, uh, they're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and stuff. Just look for them and follow them. Give them some support, and just, especially during these difficult times, you know where people can't go out to the bars and. If, the, if there's a bottle of gin that you want to take home for you, to you, in, in you know, in, in your isolation little bubble, uh, I'm pretty sure they can get that bottle for you. So make sure you uh, drop them a line if there's something you need. And uh, thank you very much again, chaps. Thank you. This Cheers. has been great. Thank you. Peace out, guys.